As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller? I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. R.J. Bell with the sports betting headlines for Tuesday. Golden State with another big win over Denver. They now have a 93% chance to advance. And the odds of a title for Golden State, they've skyrocketed. There's been a reevaluation of this Warriors team. Dallas wins, some say late, a game late. But without Luka, they win. There's trouble in Utah is going on. Looking right, Atlanta takes a second shot against Miami. How do Vegas is actually pessimistic? Down arrow, Trey Young. Here comes a four hour of the Vegas Truth covering all that and more. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas with the voice of Vegas, your host, RJ Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I doubt the future. I doubt the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it, I'm R.J. live in Las Vegas, live on a Tuesday, live on 225 FSR stations across this great, great nation. Sometimes it happens that way. You bet a team... You lose. You thought you should have had a winner. You think about betting them again, but the doubts creep into your head. 
the little <laughs> nagging doubts. That second grade teacher said, you weren't so smart. Well, I don't remember that necessarily, but I blocked it out. And then you pass. You think discretion is the better part of value or however that goes. And then they win. Then you're like, what? I should have bet that. Uh, AJ, you've had those moments, haven't you? Uh, Every week. Every week of the NFL, I have those moments. (laughs) It's funny. I heard someone on one of those, I think it was called the Hoop Collective podcast, where someone was doing an AJ, I was calling it. He, it they were talking about the Minnesota uh, uh, Memphis series, and the guy says, "I told you, I told you Minnesota was gonna do well in that series. I told you." He goes, "Now I did pick Memphis to win in seven, <laughs> but I, I wanted to pick Minnesota, and as of now, I like Minnesota. I told you, it was like what." No matter what would happen, he'd be just fine, which means he's said nothing. And, you know, that's fine. You can say nothing, but you can't take a victory when you say nothing. That's a good – you can't win if you don't bet, and you can't take a victory if you don't say anything or nothing. (laughs) Sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans listen to no more than their buddy. Though sometimes he tries to double-sided. He is the fan who beats the man, A.J. <laughs> Thanks, R.J. The two favorites for NBA MVP find themselves on opposite ends of a 2-0 series start. And the top two seeds in the East and or the top seeds in the East and West look to go up 2-0 tonight. What is the Vegas lead? I'm going to start. We're going to do a lot of NBA today, though I do have a Sam Darnold. I, Sam, oh, I knew you'd talk about this. I, I got to tell you something. Sam Darnold's like, I bet he's a great guy. You know, I I don't think I've ever felt bad for someone I've ripped because they're usually, you know, millionaires that not saying you should be unfairly ripped because you got money. But if you got money and you deserve it, you probably should get it, you know, some heat. But I'm starting to feel bad for him. So I'll say I don't blame him for this. But but what's going on with that that McAdoo in the state? It was like it's a clown show. And there was one of the smartest billionaires like in the country, in the world that runs, that's the owner. And I've seen nothing but bad moves from Carolina since he bought him. I'm thinking of trying to compete with his hedge against his hedge fund. Maybe, maybe I was just, <laughs> that might be the up. move. We'll get to that. But in the NBA, let's start with golden state because we were in pre-production talking about it. And we said, what did we miss? Because for two, I've never seen, I don't think I've seen a team reevaluated more quickly where golden state, Entering the playoffs was, man, when this season started, uh, they were hot. They could have been a contender to, yeah, but, you know, things there's just not that team now. That was the narrative. And then two games later, this is like a team on even footing with Phoenix in some eyes. Let's start with the transition, the evolution of Golden State. The Golden State Warriors overcome an early deficit, blow out the Denver Nuggets, 126-106, covering as seven-point favorites, take a 2-0 lead in that series. Okay, so McKenzie, I'll give you a second on this. We're going to look at the odds the day before, the title odds, day before the playoffs till now. But then we're going to try to explain why this upgrade, because there's a lot of teams up 2-0. There's a lot of teams that cover the first two. You know, if, if Miami covers tonight, they're going to be up 2-0. They're going to have covered both. There's not going to be a major reevaluation. So, McKenzie, let's start there. Odds before the playoffs, the odds now two games later. 
Golden State was 9-1 to before the playoffs. They're now plus 550. Okay, now think about that. Plus 900 to plus 550 in a first-round playoff series that was almost not certain, but they were a prohibitive favorite to advance because there's two ways a team that does well or poorly can be upgraded or downgraded. Way number one is the simple mathematics of the playoff rounds. So let's use Brooklyn as an example. When Brooklyn was in the play-in tournament, there was some chance they were going to be bounced before the playoffs. So you have to, whatever you thought their title odds would be if they were in the 16-team field, you've got to downgrade that based upon the chances of them not even making it, right? And let's say it was a one-and-done just to keep it simple, and let's say they had a 50% chance to win the last game, the game to play in. So if you thought their odds would be 7-1 to one if they got in, you'd have to make them 14-1 to one when there's one game to go to get in if that's a 50-50 game, right? If you ha- have a chance to get in, and if you get in, there's 7-1, to one, you're going to be 14-1. to one. Now, that's not counting VIG or whole percentage, but generally. So when a team like Golden State wins two games out of a four-game series in the first round, you're going to upgrade them because the chances of advancing increase. But their chances to advance were massive or significant anyway. So before uh, take a, if you need a second with this, before the this series started, what was Golden State's chance to advance? Uh, you know, entering the playoffs to advance the first round, and what's their chance now? And just tell me when you have that, McKenzie. Seventy three percent. Go ahead. They had seventy three percent chance to start the series to advance to the second round. They are now at ninety three percent. Okay, so think about that. When you're three out of four to advance anyway, now you're nine out of ten. Yeah, you went up 15 or so percentage points. That's meaningful, but not that meaningful when you have to go four rounds. So to go from nine to one to win it all to five and a half to one means that you're having the second way you can be adjusted, which is the team is upgraded. The team's basic level of play has been deemed to be much better than we thought after two games. How was that, AJ? Well, and I, I think, you know, if you look at the Sixers, who are also up 2-0, they went from 16-1 to to 13-1, to so not nearly the same percentage of adjustment. And, and I would and, make and the case, I'm, I would make the case you've got to be mighty impressed with Philly, because in that series, absolutely. at minimum, that was almost a coin flip series. It was, what, minus 170. So, and, and home court's worth minus 140, so they were saying Toronto was almost an equal team to Philly, and now they win two straight games, you would think that'd be a bigger upgrade. If anything, that adjustment for Philly almost says there's no upgrade to them intrinsically, but rather it's just the math of the series is. So it's a great comparison. Yeah, and and if you're saying, well, of course they won, so they're going to change. The T Wolves are up 1-0 in the series. They opened 70 to one. They're now 80 to one. So it's not an automatic. Well, they won a game. Let's change the odds. Is that, that right? is a massive adjustment for the Warriors. Yeah, I don't even understand how that could be though. It is. It's fascinating to me. Yeah. So Mackenzie, we'll check that one during the break because what sometimes happens is if we have a different pool of sports books. Because what we do is we do a shop consensus. Now, what does that mean? It means we try to replicate what a typical better would do. Now, what's a typical better going to do? Now, if he's smart at all, he or she, they're going to have at least three outs, right? And that's a good advice for you. If you just have one place to bet, it's hard to win. And some people estimate that professional bettors who win 
that half of it is their good picks and half of it is their ability to get a lot of places to bat and, and aggressively shopping lines. I think that being spread 50-50 is pretty accurate. So now one thing a better has to do is decide how seriously he's taking it. And if you're going to take it as a recreational fun thing, that's fine. Just know that and bet an amount that's recreational. And maybe you're not going to have 20 outs, right? We always joke with Fezzik, he has like 27 outs, but it's really not that far off. He has a lot of outs. And that's a big reason that professional bettors win is a lot of outs. Now, a guy with a full-time job, a family, he's not going to have 20-some outs. We think three is the, not the bare minimum, but the bare minimum if you're going to take it seriously. And thus, we pick three books, and then we say, what's the best odds for each team at any of those three books? Because if you don't have three books, you're really not taking it too seriously. But if you do have three and you bet a team to win a title, you're going to bet at the best odds, right? You're not going to bet at the lesser odds. And that's when we do the odds. We take three books, take the best for each team out of those three, and that's the representative line. I think it's a great approach. Now, what happens sometimes is because a given book might not have the odds posted at that time that we're doing the uh, audit or looking at the odds, that we'll throw in a fourth book. But go ahead, AJ. You got something? Uh, no, I was I was going to ask about. I was going to go back to the Warriors and ask. I think what the audience is probably wondering: Does this mean the Warriors were undervalued when the playoffs started, or overvalued now? Well, that's a very metaphysical question, because if we assume that there was a right answer, that God would know, then they could. Uh, The theory would be that the last two games has shown us something that we couldn't see but was always there, right? That's the whole thing. Now, as time passes, things can evolve. But in general, I don't think Golden State's any different as a team today as they were a week ago. It's just we are seeing something different in them. So I don't know exactly how to answer your question, but does that answer it for you? Maybe you can answer your own question with that. Well, I was going to say, if, if Ben Simmons comes back in Game 3 and Game 3 and Game 4, the Nets look like world beaters, obviously there's going to be a big jump in their odds. So maybe this is just a, a, a reaction to what we've seen most recently, even yeah. though we knew they would, you know. But with the Ben Simmons thing, that would be a fundamental change in the team. Because we haven't actually ever seen that before. And well, we it's have, never we existed. Have seen this. It's, it's, never, it's yeah. not that we haven't seen it. It's, it hasn't existed to see, right? So... That is different. I mean, obviously, if Michael Jordan was traded to a team, they get back. The day Jordan said, I'm back, right, even though they didn't win it that year when he was playing baseball or whatever, and I think that was the 94-95 season, that, that was fundamentally Chicago became a different team. So, But let's go back to Golden State because let's break into, let's dig into what – we've seen and what it represents first though mckenzie did was that that adjustment with uh minnesota was that the same group of books yes and several books like DraftKings took them higher pinnacle a sharp book 55 to 1 yesterday 55 to 1 today but i wonder if it's because golden state would be the timberwolves next opponent has looked so good that some of these books have dropped their odds over the last couple days that's interesting but I mean, if you are an, a significant underdog in a series like Minnesota was and is, and you win one of four games, that is massively meaningful. And maybe right at the end of this segment, you can tell us 
what the odds of Minnesota advancing was before the series and what it is now. But first, let's go into the Golden State specifics. And AJ, we were talking again in pre-production. What did we miss? What's your main thought on what Golden State has shown us that is the cause of this optimism? I think that we've all we all remembered. Wow, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry. These guys played together. They won a championship, together, but we haven't seen it in a long, long time. I think seeing these guys and seeing them with fresh legs for the first time in a long time. You remember, none of these guys played a full season this year. They they should be, you know, I, it, theoretically well rested, and they look fantastic. So we're remembering suddenly. Oh wow. These guys were these guys were winning championships before with these as the three best players on the team. It's not wild to think that they could come back and do it again if they're all healthy. And I see I disagree with what you're saying a little bit. I think we could all envision what Steph and Clay and Draymond how they would play together because we saw them play together pre Durant. But what any basketball fan knows is that they were much younger than just that simple mad but also that they had a great supporting cast the depth on that team um who was the uh i'm having harrison barnes well barnes for sure iggy but the big guy um is who i'm forgetting the australian dude andrew bogut yeah bogut andrew bogut yeah bogut i mean that that was a team that, that we're calling the big three now from that but man hold on a sec they were deep and up until and again, this is where I think it's the, the Jordan Poole situation. The, the depth on this team, there was a lot of potential, a lot of you know high draft choices, uh, but it, it really wasn't a playoff reality. And I think what we've seen with Poole is this is a guy that's not only elite or seemingly elite. we got small sample size, but seemingly elite. But he's interchangeable with the two guards, Clay and Steph. And thus, what you can see here is any combination of Poole, Clay, and Steph is going to be effective out there. And that means that that the and then you can segue into the death lineup, the small lineup. Man, there's a lot of flexibility. And if there's anything I've learned about the NBA playoffs, you gotta have different chess moves. You can't, you gotta have a knight on the board, a bishop on the board to extend the analogy. You want to be as flexible as possible because you're gonna meet different teams and there's gonna be different calls for different or necessities for different kind of lineups. And it seems like Golden State with Steve Kerr, an underrated coach, an elite coach. It seems like Golden State is fully loaded to do anything to, to compete against any kind of team. And your point, and it's your credit to this, AJ, was very well said regarding their fatigue factor, meaning Steph had just missed over a month. He's, his legs are fairly rested. And what did we see before he got tired early in the year? His first like six or eight weeks was as good as anyone's ever played in the NBA. Like He really was a leading MVP candidate. Then he got tired and it went straight down, or at least it seems like he got tired. He is healthy and, and, and rested fairly right now. Now you look at Clay, he's been resting for two years. So, I mean, to some degree, he's been coming back and rehab, but he's not going to be super tired like it's been multiple seasons of playing late into the year. And then you look at Draymond. He looks to be in a lot better shape. I just saw him in a press conference. He looks in better shape than he was recent, you know, in prior years recently. And, and Paul's young. So the theory is these big players, they're all – none of them are tired. 
Yeah, and I, and I, you haven't even mentioned Andrew Wiggins, who was, wasn't a part of that first iteration of this team that won those championships, but has been a nice addition, a guy who had a, a seemingly unlimited ceiling and who looks like he's starting to meet some of his potential and is only 27 years old, so he's not tired. He's carried them through some of these times this season where they've been without a lot of these key guys. We are straight out of Vegas. I'm R.J. Bell. That's A.J. Hoffman. Mackenzie Rivers, NBA expert, joins. Mackenzie, we're about ready to wrap on Golden State. Do you think there's anything about and, – and, again, obviously, I, I guess maybe we should spend a minute, and we'll let Mackenzie do this, talking about Denver. Now, let's not lose sight of something, okay? It is obvious that Denver's disappointing right now, and it's obvious that a lot of people would be thinking – Huh, the Joker, yeah, he got the MVP last year, but this is really going to solidify. He, It's Embiid, baby, all the way. Well, in truth, it's unrelated. The Monday after the regular season finale, so the day after the regular season ended, the MVP votes were deadlined to be submitted. They've all been submitted. And we had some odds as of yesterday, and Mackenzie, you can share these, what was Jokic's chance to win the MVP, and the odds were? Minus 2,000 for Jokic to win the MVP. So $20 to win a dollar. $100 gets you a Subway sandwich. It's almost a sure thing the Joker's going to win the MVP, and, man, the timing is not going to be good. When's that get announced? In, in, after the finals, there's a June uh, ceremony. They don't announce it until after. That's the ceremony, but is that when it's announced? I don't no, I have, to get, I have to get that. Yeah. I think it's before that because they announced Defensive Player of the Year last year. Let me grab that. Last week, yeah. So, which was, again, the, that was interesting. The first guard since Gary Payton in, the I think, 97, 98. So, that's amazing, actually, and and uh, quite a testament. And you got to wonder if the Celtics are going to be, you know, buoyed by that. Is that going to be energizing for that team? And tomorrow, uh, game two against Brooklyn. But... <laughs> Yoki, this is a regular season award and uh, the MVP. But when I look at Denver, I'm thinking some of this is fatigue. We were looking at Golden State and saying they are rested. They're not tired. And I would make the case that when you're Jokic and you're carrying this team with some, you know, fill-in type talent around you and you get all the way to the point that you don't even have to play the play in. But there was a sense, and I got caught up in it a little bit, a sense that Murray would come back, a sense that others would come back. And then, you know, Murray tweeted out, hey, I really want to be out there. And anyone thinks otherwise, you're wrong, man. Well, he wouldn't tweet that unless he was feeling it, unless it was whispers. Hey, where's Murray? What's going on here? It's been a year. And I don't know. It's been a year. There is a sense. Where is he? I can't. I mean, I'm in no position to talk about someone's physical ailment, how his knee feels. I had a twisted ankle once it took uh, six months later, still felt twisted. <laughs> but I did. I, that's the truth. But I didn't have <laughs> it was a high ankle sprain, though. But I didn't. The doctor said it would be better if you had broken it. I said, that doesn't sound good. But the fact <laughs> <laughs> the fact of the matter is, I think that there has to be an emotional letdown to some degree that if you think if I can just carry these bags to this finish line. Then the help comes and you get to the finish line and there's no help anywhere. And it's like, okay, you got to carry them another 20 yards. I don't know. I don't see Denver necessarily coming back from this, AJ. What do you think? 
No, I, I, I'm having a hard time picturing it as well. I think the, the lineup that the Warriors have gone with has been just problematic for Denver. And the way the officials are calling this series, you saw Jokic get frustrated last night, got himself ejected for it. He's not getting the calls he wants. There's a lot of fouls being called on him. It's a Warriors-type series. And I, I like you said, I, I think Jokic is tired from carrying this team for a whole season. This is not a playoff roster without him on it. And it, it's obvious right now the Warriors clearly Looking at all on all cylinders and the the nuggets just running out of steam. All right, so let's do this. Let's take our first break. When we come back, we'll get any of the open questions that we had asked. We'll clean those up, make sure we got all the numbers around it, and then we're going to shift to Philadelphia because here's a team in the 76ers. You got James Harden and the biggest trade of the year. A lot of pessimism, but don't forget this is a team that really was barely considered better than Toronto entering this round and they've dominated is there cause for optimism in philadelphia stay tuned he's rj bell i'm aj hoffman this is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on fox sports radio be sure to catch live editions of straight out of vegas weekdays at 6 p.m eastern 3 p.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio app Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Covino and Rich, and much like you, we work hard to try to provide a nice life for ourselves, for our family, for our kids, and we've worked hard to build a nice home, and you want to protect those things. God forbid something happened to you. The things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust and Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash crshow for 10% off plus free document shipping. Assure that your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings. The state deciding what happens to your assets, you don't need that. Secure your assets, protect your loved ones with Trust and Will. And again, you're going to get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash crshow. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash crshow. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted. That's my, my day. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, it's Cavino and Rich, and if you're traveling to see your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, and mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going, especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels' locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. I disagree with intervention. I disagree with protocol. If you speak out against the words, then the hammer's gonna fall. The government runs I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm A.J. Hoffman. Okay, we got the recaps continuing, and, man, there's some interesting narratives, including with Utah. What's go- It seems like it's a racial issue, the Jazz, and I find that fascinating. Stephen A. had a hilarious comment about it. We'll be getting straight to it. This is the fastest-growing show on Fox Sports Radio. Audiences doubled in the last year plus. That's because of your support. We promise you we're going to keep working extra hard to deliver on that support. You can listen on the iHeartRadio app. Just search for Straight Out of Vegas. Here in Vegas on the Strip, Mackenzie, what's the updated temperature? 87 degrees. Man, I feel it. 87 degrees and the neon is flowing. The Philadelphia 76ers, buoyed by a dominant performance from Joel Embiid, handled the Toronto Raptors, winning and covering easily as seven-and-a-half-point favorites, now up 2 nothing in that series. Sam Bowie came back, for, and he's playing for the Sixers? No, nope. Joel Embiid buoyed the Sixers, yeah. Oh, but is buoyed like a, a, a verb that's off of Sam Bowie? Like, like you know how someone, no. you know, like you ever hear a moss in the football? It's when someone jumps up and takes the ball like Randy Moss. I, I've heard that. I did. I don't think Bowie is the kind of guy who would have a verb named after him. You got well, Bowie. Would be no. if you're sitting <laughs> if you're sitting on the bench with your leg elevated because of the injury, maybe. Wow. Okay. All right. The Sixers. Now this is a team that, from a distance, you could say should be an NBA favorite to win the title. You could say Embiid, if he's going to be the MVP or not, and he, it's unlikely right now. He's had multiple seasons. The last two, if, you know, it's funny. The Joker obviously won it last year. So you could say if you, we did a two-year MVP, it would have to be the Joker again. But, man, and B would be a clear second. And I would make the case if you look at a two, any two-year period in NBA history, and B's going to be in that top tier the last two years. You know, so would the Joker. But we're talking about two years in which the case could be made you could have been MVP in both of those years. I mean, Michael did that. Kobe, there's been years like this, but we're talking about 20, 30 people in the history of the NBA has ever been this good over two years. So you've got the A-plus guy, no doubt. Then you look at Harden. You can make the case one of the best players ever to play that doesn't have a title. Now, has that been bad luck? Or has that been there's something in his, his game or his character that makes it hard to win the big one? I don't know. But what I know is... You look at the other players on the Sixers, and obviously their depth was a little bit hurt from the Harden trade. 
Seth Curry, for example, uh, uh, Drummond, for example. But I I think the supporting staff, and, and A.J. or McKenzie can take this one, I think the supporting staff on the Sixers, the other players other than the big two, have played outstanding in these couple of games. Wouldn't that cause a reevaluation and there'd be a real uptick in the Sixers' odds, which you're not? And right now, before you answer, it's amazing to say that at 13-1, to the Sixers are behind the Brooklyn Nets, even though the Brooklyn Nets are down 0-1 versus a team up 2-0. Thoughts? Yeah, I, I think that Maxi and Harris have both played very well. I think maybe some cause for consternation is about James Harden, and James Harden doesn't look like the James Harden of old. But and he didn't look like it, that entering the playoffs either. So the theory is if we assume that stays the same, because the odds entering the playoffs, they were what, 17 to 1? So, or 16 to 1 in that range? Now they're 13 yeah, to 1? Yeah, 16 to 1. Yeah. Yep. So I agree with you. Harden hasn't been some great optimism, but he hasn't looked worse than we expected. And I think that, you know, like you said, two wins over a team that was they were basically considered a coin flip with with the Raptors. I would expect there to be some sort of positive reaction to that for the Sixers. There just hasn't been. So you're just proving in, a, in an extended way that this doesn't make a lot of sense. I, I, I don't think it makes a lot of sense. But I also think that as people are fascinated by and Nets series, I don't know that anyone's looking to put a lot of money, push a lot of money over the counter on anybody who's not involved in that series in the Eastern Conference. Well, it seems like it should be the opposite. If you have this like NBA Finals level competition in the first round, I'm so disinclined from betting either of those teams to win it. Because one, there's a hell of a chance that a good team's going to go, well, you know, we know both of these teams are good, Brooklyn and Boston. So one of them will be eliminated in the first round. That is a physical certainty. And number two, whoever wins is going to be fatigued. Imagine now you got to win that series, then the second round, then the conference finals, then the finals. You can't tell me come game five of the finals, there's not going to be a lingering effect from this round one. So if There you has look, to be. Yeah, if you look at the Sixers, you're thinking, man, they're going through without much friction. That seems like who I'd want to be betting on, a team that isn't in a war like this. Right? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And obviously the Heat, we'll see how tonight goes, but they may be in the same boat. The, the other bettable teams in the Eastern Conference certainly not having the tough, as tough a road as the Celtics or Nets will have. Well, who could in the first round? That, that was an elite team. Mackenzie, any thoughts on this? Yeah, I think the juxtaposition between Steph Curry coming back from an injury and kind of showing that he's back to his old self versus James Harden, as Jalen Rose says, he's putting up show dates, calendar dates, three out of nine, six out of 17. He hasn't had a good performance, and I think that data builds on itself where it's it's been two months now since we've seen James Harden. When he first got to the Sixers, he looked like James Harden. He hasn't for two months now. Okay, so I think you're answering the wrong question. I would agree if the question was the distance from the opening number to now after two games, Golden State, it makes more sense why the why they've been upgraded so much. But I'm saying let's just look at Philadelphia, all other things equal, not even thinking what the opener was. That right now at 13-1 to 1 to win the NBA title, the 76ers seem like a really good team in a really good situation that shouldn't be paying this kind of number. And thus, it doesn't really matter relative to Golden State. It's like, should the Sixers have worse odds than the Brooklyn Nets? 
when the Brooklyn Nets are down 0-1 against a really good Boston team with the head coach for Boston being the assistant on Brooklyn last year and knowing KD very well and then having a game plan in game one that had KD have one of his worst games in his playoff career. AJ. Is it possible that maybe the, the market is, is nervous about the Sixers because of the, the games in Toronto and them having to play under different rules in Toronto? Well, well as in where... Because from, yeah. from a COVID standpoint. I think that hurts them for those two and a, 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 potentially three games. But when you, sh- when you are the home court and you win uh, or up 2-0 after two games and both games are fairly easy... Those road games aren't even the concern. Yeah, it might make it where it extends to, uh, you know, to six games or something where you wouldn't think it would before. Maybe even seven. And, but but though obviously if it got to seven, now the odds of losing go way up. But man, I, could you imagine the Sixers when the playoffs started and the Sixers were minus one seventy, which means they were just a little bit better than having home court alone and even teams. To now, I can't imagine. Imagine there being more optimism for Philly, the, the, the first two games going better than they have. So what I'm going to do is let everyone ponder, could it have gone better first of? Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, I'm A.J. Hoffman. He's the voice of Vegas, R.J. Bell. See, I can see the Steelers. So they pick up the wide receiver from the Ravens. They tell him, listen, you don't have to bring all your gear. We're going to fly you into Pittsburgh. We've rented a conference room. We're going to have a, I think we call it a debriefing. And we're going to pay you, you know, for X weeks for that. And then you can fly home because we just want to know what you know about the Ravens. You know, the Patriots are, I don't know, maybe, I hope not for Boykin's sake, but uh, the Patriots are famous for that, right? They, uh, if any, anyone in division cuts someone, yep. they bring him in. They get all the info. And again, that guy's figuring, hey, if I'm moving towards being a used car salesman or some straight job, I might as well get one, you know, who knows? What what do they get, 70000 or something for something like that? Like a good, nice little goodbye from the NFL, perhaps. I mean. And probably a couple nice meals out of the deal, too. Yeah, I would do it, too. They can bring in booze, maybe, so they loosen up a little bit, you know. So (laughs) the NFL is like this, this microcosm. You know how there used to be computer games where, where Civilization, I think, was one of them, where you would build a whole universe and you I had love that more. game. Me too. See, I never played it. I was, I guess, I was out in the world trying to do that for you, real. No, you were busy reading books like <laughs> oh, a loser yeah, nerd. Stu- that stupid way of doing stuff. But here's the thing: is <laughs> but if you think about it, it's it's like that's why we're so big fans of the NFL. Is the idea of it's like a little micro universe, but we get to have an opinion and the stakes aren't life and death, right? And that's what's fun about it. So let's take our last break. When we come back, we'll wrap up the Sixers. I don't think there's an answer to it. We'll talk a little Utah Jazz and the disappointment of that loss, and we'll preview tonight's NBA game. Stay tuned. He's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Right out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. 
Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are busted. Can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my game. <laughs> Hey, it's Cavino and Rich, and if you're traveling to see your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, and mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going, especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels' locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW, C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of eggs. And I'm AJ Hoffman. So this is about 24 hours since I got scared of my Utah pick, said, let's pass this, let's pass this. And, or I guess my pick against Utah and, and with Dallas. And like on schedule, on cue, we get a home victory without Luka for Dallas. I don't know how much, and I'll let you 
kind of take this, AJ. I don't know if you had any takeaways really from the game. I'm more interested in the macro story with Donovan Mitchell and Gobert and this sense of this team is going to get blown up if they lose this series. What was your game takeaway or about the, the macro issue? Yeah, from the macro standpoint, I would say you're right. I do think that this is sort of their last chance to make something happen with those two guys as, as a, a pair. And I don't think either guy's really upset about it, which makes me want nothing to do with the Jazz. Because if if you're like, okay, if it doesn't work out, we're breaking this thing up, and both guys seem to be okay with breaking it up, I, I, I don't want to have any investment in a team like that. I think that is a very strong point, is – like you said, it, as much as you, I'm not saying they're trying to lose, but if you feel like something, like if a guy's a, on the brink of divorce and he loves his wife, he loves his kids, and he wants nothing less than to break up his family, if there's something he has to do, or at least it's perceived to be, if I can do this, there's a chance to save it, that motivation is going to be like max. But if somehow he's like, yeah, the weekend's not so bad on the, with the kid, you know, there's a Sally at work I've been, I bought. Then all of a sudden it's like, how, are you going to uh, walk over cut glass in order? You know, so again, we made it extreme with the divorce, but I think it's a similar thing in that what is the motivation beyond just wanting to win generally? Is there extra motivation? Maybe not. What I find really interesting is I heard Stephen A. today just crushing Utah. And then it dawns on me, you know, Utah's always had a reputation. And if you just look at the uh, the percentage of whites and blacks and the minority and people of color, Utah is at the lower end of the spectrum of that. And obviously the NBA has a majority people of color uh, as players. You know, there's always been a sense of, I don't know if it's just, it's not a preferred destination, I think, the Jazz, Utah. If, for a lot of players, I think it's fair to say. So Mackenzie Rivers takes on a lot of responsibility here on the show. One, he's got to deal with me. Two, <laughs> he is the he's the millennial of record. He has to speak for all millennials at age 32. But he's also a person of color, so he has to speak for that group because it's not AJ from Texas. I promise you that. Right, AJ? Right. Right. So, Amen, brother. Mackenzie, give us some insight here. What's going on in Utah from your perspective? Derek Fisher was a, a jazz player for a long time. When he left, he talked about not feeling comfortable there. Rudy Gobert, I'm not Rudy Gobert, Russell Westbrook, just in 2019, talked about a racial taunt. And when you're 1% a person of color, you're a state like that. The, you know, the mind's eye is quickly, it's quick to perceive jazz or the Utah city as something not not welcoming. That's how I feel about it. And we've yeah. heard that same thing about Boston as well in the past from players who have played for and against the Celtics. I, I, yeah, and a, my sister lived in Boston, and she said uh, it's accurate. <laughs> now, that's a great point because I think there's two different things. One would be not any aggressive negativity, but just not being your culture, not being, you know, feeling like your place to be versus in Boston. I think there's more there's been historically some aggression against people of color, where in Utah it feels to be more maybe you don't feel like it's you belong as much. I don't – maybe it's true. both in both places. So let's keep an eye on that. But it's fascinating because Mitchell is an elite player. So we're at the end of the show. Here's what I'll say about tonight's action. I'm going to give a lean only to the Pelicans 
plus nine and a half. And the reason I like this is I think oftentimes a team will win a big game. There's that in the play in, there's the emotional element to it. And if there was ever going to be a hangover, it'd be game one for the Pelicans. But they kept fighting back, even though there was. I think they look pretty good here. I'll go a strong lean Pelicans plus nine and a half for tonight's action. I wonder if the Suns are paying extra attention to what the Warriors are doing and maybe they're not feeling as anointed as they were a couple weeks ago. That would go against my pick, but maybe they're distracted by it too. All right. If you missed any of today's show, including a breakdown of the Sixers and the Warriors and the dominance they've shown so far, you can check out the podcast at FoxSportsRadio.com. We're back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 o'clock Vegas time, recapping tonight's games and previewing tomorrow night's games. He's R.J. Bell. I'm A.J. Hoffman. We are straight out of Vegas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 